I love learning from the best of the best. You know, Tim Ferriss's book, Tools of Titans, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, Lewis Howe's podcast, The School of Greatness. I am here to learn from people that are doing the thing. And one thing that comes up again and again and again is the topic of consistency. If you want to be great at something, you have to be consistent. In talking and working with working mamas, the topic of consistency also comes up because it is so hard to be consistent as a working mama. It is hard to be consistent at waking up early or eating healthy or exercising when you are woken up in the middle of the night to take care of a sick kiddo or it's recital week and dinner routines are replaced with bows and hairspray, or you finally get that exercise routine down only to have to stop because you need to care for an aging parent. Life is wild and it is rarely consistent. And here at Plan Go Plan, I am so dedicated to doing what matters most. And sometimes what matters most is that late night moment with your sick kiddo, being the loudest parent, cheering during a recital, or a gentle moment with your dad who needs help after a fall. So how do we do consistency carefully? By that I mean full of care, from a space of care. Is there a way to be imperfectly consistent. That's what I'm going to explore in today's episode. So listen in. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. If you need some clarity on where in your life you need consistency. So if you're not even sure which goal to set, head over to plangoplan.etsy.com, connect to yourself, connect to what matters and decide where do you have capacity to be consistent during this season of your life. So head to plangoplan.etsy.com and check out the 2023 goal setting workbook. It'll help you out y'all. So one thing that I have been consistent with this last month is eating a crap ton of crappy food between 7 and 8 p.m. at night. Um, An episode on breaking crap habits coming your way soon. Um, But seriously, if you've been listening, you know that one of my goals is that I want to be able to build muscle. I think it's really important when I think about aging, when I think about where do I want to be at 80 How do I want to take care of my body now so that I can serve it well then? I realized that building muscle was going to be really important. And I've actually been really consistent 
with my exercise, with my weightlifting routine since probably last August. And I was really proud of myself. I found something that was working for me. It was really sticking. And then in March, um, I got pneumonia and I coughed so hard. I'm quite sure I dislocated several ribs and they were about healed. They were about healed. I was doing so much better. I finally started exercising again. And then I was doing cartwheels with my kids outside. Y'all, that was just silly. Like if you have dislocated ribs, do not do cartwheels. Um, I <laughs> that's that's the sort of brilliant advice I'm bringing to this podcast. But uh, so I did some cartwheels and my ribs are jacked up again. So I've been thinking a lot because I am moving into my summer routines and I really want my summer to be one where I can focus on restoring my energy and just feeling well. And so I'm, I've been thinking about what does healthy consistency look like given my rib situation. And I want you to ask yourself, you know, what is healthy consistency? How consistent do you need to be to feel like you're consistent? <laughs> I really love Laura Vanderkam's work. I've mentioned her work several times on this podcast. She has a pretty new book called Tranquility by Tuesday. And in it, she has a rule that is three times a week is a habit. And she says, and I quote, things don't have to happen daily, nor do they have to happen at the same time every day in order for it to count in our lives. All right, I'm going to repeat that. Things don't have to happen daily, nor do they have to happen at the same time every day in order to count in our lives. I was actually doing a workshop and there was a woman in the workshop who was really struggling with exercise. And she was telling me the story about how she had decided that if she was going to exercise, she had to exercise in the morning. And she kept trying to make this work and it just wasn't working. And then sometimes she would even get a workout in in the afternoon, but she felt like it didn't count if she didn't do it at the time that she had planned for it to. And we were talking, she was having this realization how silly it was that she didn't feel like it counted if she didn't do it at the time that she had planned for it to happen. And also realized in the conversation, maybe she's not a morning workout person. Maybe she is the sort of person who works out in the middle of her day after her lunch to boost her energy. That's what was working for her. That's when she could be the most consistent. And so she made that switch. So from Laura Vanderkam's book, Tranquility by Tuesday, like I said, she has these different rules. And I decided that for this episode, I would make four rules for being imperfectly consistent. Again, really thinking about, can we be consistent from a space of care? And is there a way to be imperfectly consistent? So my first rule is consistency is a long game. It is a long game. I always like when people say it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. What they're getting at is this idea that this isn't about something that they're going to do for six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. That this is how they want to live. This is a forever thing. So consistency is a long game. And what's really helpful about thinking about it as a long game is that you can zoom out. 
Um, I was listening to Alex Hermosi. If any of you haven't listened to his podcast, The Game, he has a really unique perspective on life. I don't always agree with him. He's a little more 75 hard and less grit gently <laughs> than I am. But that being said, I do think that he's really wise and he has some really unique perspectives on life, on business. And he talks about time horizons. And I really like this. Uh, when we talk about work-life balance, for example, people often want to feel balance every single day. And that's unrealistic. But if your goal is to feel like you have balanced all these different domains of your life over the course of a year, so when you change the time horizon in which you're evaluating those things, there's a shift. You can say, hey, over the course of the year, I did. I took some time and I focused on my health. Over the course of the year, I had moments that were really rich with my friendships. There were moments where I was really zoomed in on work. So when you think about consistency, you want to zoom out. You want to recognize that your time horizon the amount of time that you are sort of evaluating things in is a much bigger chunk. So if you aim to exercise four days this week and you only got three in, big whoop de do. Maybe next week you get five in, but you just keep showing up. Rule number two, make it sustainable. If you want to be consistent, you have to come up with sustainable practices. So when you create a plan, I want you to consider, is this plan sustainable over time? Not can I do this on my best day, but is this something that I can do on my worst day or heck any old average day? A lot of times when we make plans, we aren't considering whether or not that plan is something that can be sustained for a long time. So when you're thinking about a new diet, when you're thinking about an exercise routine, when you're thinking about a bedtime routine with your kids, when you're making a plan at work for how your team's going to do things, ask yourself, is it sustainable? The third rule for being imperfectly consistent is to be nimble. I love morning rituals. And when I create morning rituals, I develop a series of five activities that help me transform from one state to another. But I only choose three of those activities to do each day. This way, I have some flexibility. I can wake up and I can say, okay, what do I need today? What do I feel like? And I can choose three out of five activities that are best suited for me that day. One, it gives me some flexibility and allows me to adapt to what my needs are in any given day, but it also allows me some spontaneity so that things don't feel like they're exactly the same day in, day out. It's like I have a routine, but within that routine, there's some flexibility. I like to do this when I meal plan. I might choose seven meals to make in any given week. And then I might prepare my grocery shopping and stuff in light of that plan. But rather than being on Monday, we're going to have spaghetti. Tuesday, we're going to have tacos. Wednesdays, we're going to do soups. 
right? What I typically do is I'm like, these are seven meals and I don't assign a meal a day. Instead, I base it on what I need that day. If we have activities going on that evening and we don't have much time, I'll look and go, okay, out of these seven meals, what's nice and quick? Or maybe there's a day where I'm super craving something. I can feel like I'm just going to choose it and I haven't sort of broken the rules because the rules are nimble. There's flexibility built in within the plan. It also allows for spontaneity. Rule number four. I shared this a couple of episodes ago and I got a lot of feedback on it. Uh, I tried to find where this originally came from and, and I couldn't find it, but my friend Amanda Jean reminded me of the saying, instead of all or nothing, it's all or something. So my fourth rule for imperfect consistency is all or something. Push that perfectionism aside, progress over perfection, right? Consistency is never perfect, especially if it's a long game. It is going to be really hard to make it five years and not miss a single day of running. Let's rewrite what is considered consistent. Show up for the small somethings and keep showing up. Little steps add up. I love there's this image. There's this image that was going around Facebook. I don't know. It was on the internet, you know, and it's a ladder. And one image shows the ladder and all the rungs are spaced out quite a bit. And then there's another ladder and the rungs are all really close together. And both ladders lead to the same height. These little steps add up. They get you there. James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, he says to prioritize consistency over intensity, that it's more important to keep showing up over and over and over again than to show up intensely for a short amount of time and then not come back to it. So what does consistency look like if you do it from a space of care? Care for yourself, care for others, Consistency is really important, but I don't think that we want to get so committed to consistency that we forget why we're doing the thing that we're doing. We don't want to be so consistent at our exercise routine that we don't take a moment with our sick kiddo. Right? We say that we prioritize health and then we aren't there when they need us. We don't want to be so rigid with our routines that they're no longer serving our well-being. So to recap, consistency is a long game. So make sure that you make your plan sustainable, make them nimble, and remember all or something. I wish for you steadiness and sustainability, a firm ground to move from. I wish for you nimbleness, a light flexibility. I wish for you little steps, big love, and self-compassion as you move toward a careful and imperfect consistency. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. 
I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.